Hey there, it's Darius Faru, and welcome to episode one of the Digital Entrepreneurship Series. On this episode, we are going to talk about profitable business ideas. So I want to share upfront that this whole series is about starting a digital business that gives you joy, meaning, and energy. It's not only about making money. So that's why you won't see me talking about, oh, actually, you won't see me at all because you're listening, um, as a side note. <laughs> but uh, you won't hear me talking about um, affiliate marketing or drop shipping or any other kind of nonsense that people are doing uh, because those types of tactics are often temporary until a big company like Amazon or Facebook decides to make a change and then all of a sudden you're out of a business and that's something that I really hate. I never want to do that. I've researched some of those businesses you know, five or six years ago and I decided not to do this because I don't want to be dependent on um, many different things, right? Because some people do these drop shipping deals or they import stuff from China and they just sell it. And then there's so many parties involved that it's very risky and I really want to avoid all of that stuff. And that's why I focus on digital products that you create yourself and you will have all of the control yourself. And that is very reassuring. So digital, the digital, so this digital entrepreneurship podcast series will focus on that kind of entrepreneurship and in the so the digital entrepreneurship podcast series will focus on those kind of businesses and it's for people who want to build an actual lasting business a career people who want to make a change and want to create products that actually make a difference in other people's lives and to be honest i think that is you because otherwise you wouldn't be listening to my content because there are a million other podcasts that only talk about hustle and money and and all kinds of side hustles and gigs and making money and this and that and all that it's great but i'm all about creating a career and not only about making a few bucks. So what are some profitable business ideas? Now I have a couple of ideas that I will share with you, uh, stuff that I've done myself and have experience with, so I can tell you what it feels like doing it and also a little bit about the results and the potential money that you can earn. So the first thing that I wanna start with is a book, because I know a lot of people are thinking about a book or are probably even writing a book, which is great. And I personally also started with a book. Uh, but the thing is that um, what I've experienced is that a lot of people have very high expectations of a book. Now, the problem is that a book often <laughs> will be sold at I don't know, two, three, four, five dollars, an ebook, maybe 10, and a paperback for 10, 15 dollars, whatever. 
Um, and if you self-publish those those books, you obviously get a lot of royalty. Like I think you get seventy percent of the eBooks, and uh, also a decent amount of the paperback. So you you know end up with a good amount of cash of every single unit. But the thing to keep in mind is that if you want to earn a good living, or let's say you want to earn six figures, you have to sell a lot of books. And there are not a lot of people in the world that sell a lot of books. So I, with my blog, reach 500,000 people a month, but (laughs) I don't sell enough books to earn six figures. And this is true for a lot of people. And I think we have to know our limitations as well, because, you know, at some, like, it's just like in the the music business. A lot of people create music, but there are only a few people who make the most amount of money. And that's the same thing with books. So I personally don't see a book as a money generating product. I see it more as a tool. So if you want to write and publish a book, I would recommend you to create it more as a tool that demonstrates your expertise and the things that you've learned and use it as a way to give a lot of value to people. And if you do that, you can introduce other digital products that are more profitable. Now, keep in mind that when I'm talking about books i'm talking about self-publishing i've personally never went the traditional publishing route because i'm very impatient (laughs) Uh, and i also didn't want to be just like an author i always wanted to be a entrepreneur a business person somebody who starts businesses and uh, you know i always treated my blog as a business so that's why I think that a book is not a good product because it's almost impossible to sell hundreds of thousands of books every single year. So to give you an example, I sell about 30 to 40 books a day. So that's about 1,000 books a month, uh, 12,000 a year, which is fine, but again, it, it's not making a difference in terms of money. It might make a difference in people's lives, which is the ultimate goal, but it's not a sustainable business model. So I would adjust my expectations. If you are publishing a book, the chances of making that a full-time gig are quite low. Now, uh, and also, if you want to go the traditional route, it's pretty much the same. So l- just look at the top charts on Amazon and you'll see the same people week in, week out. And just like music, you'll see the same people on the top charts. And below that, there's a sea of people <laughs> who don't make any money. And uh, that's fine because there are a lot of other opportunities for you and me in the digital world. So that's just a side note on books. But the funny thing is that if you do self-publish your books and they do become a success, uh, traditional publishers might reach out to you 
and publish your books. And that's what happened to me as well. Recently, Penguin Random House reached out to me to publish my books in Southeast Asia. And I signed a deal with them for four of my books uh, because they were very popular in that region. So, you know, that can happen as well. But still, it's not a full-time job, right? In terms of salary and uh, the money that you earn, even if you are self or if you even if a big publishing company publishes your books. Now, I don't know what the results will be. We'll see. But I'm not, I don't have any high expectations of my book. So let's move on to the next digital product, which is a digital community. And I recently started one called The Sounding Board. And I got to say, it's a lot of work uh, because you have to provide a lot of value to the members. But if you pull that off, it can be a really good product as a business because you don't have to sell a lot of units compared to a book. For example, my community is 99 bucks a year and you don't have to have 100,000 members or even, you know, 10,000 members to earn a good living off it. It all depends on the, the topic that you cover. Now, in my case, uh, my, the topic that I cover is not a very um, money-driven topic. For example, there are investing newsletters or investing uh, communities that charge hundreds of dollars a year, and you can pull that off if you teach people how to make money. But if you don't do that, I think uh, around $100 mark a year is good in, when it comes to learning and self-development and these types of uh, communities, which is almost like a group coaching thing. Um, but I think there's a lot of opportunity in this space, and it's also a good business model because it's a membership program, uh, or people pay monthly or yearly. But just keep in mind that if you do monthly, a lot of people will cancel, and that's just the nature of the game. So I prefer to focus on yearly subscriptions, but a community can be anything. And I would just Google different types of communities, and you can take a look at the one that I started, the sounding board, and the way that I uh, position it. But ultimately, there needs to be some value for people on a weekly basis. So I also um, uh, introduced a newsletter with it. So members uh, get a newsletter and a community. And I think the community add-on is great because uh, the members can connect with each other. But I would really focus on a specific topic. Uh, just pick one focus and um, have the community and newsletter potentially you don't even have to do a newsletter but have the community built around that and what i've did what i did with my community is that i also share weekly book highlights we have a question of the week so there are certain things that come back every single week because you know the, the nature of humans is that People just get distracted, so you need to have reasons for people to come back into the community and spend some time there. So check that out, community uh, products. So here's the next idea for digital products, an online course. <laughs> you probably won't be surprised by this one. It's very straightforward. Uh, it's a good way 
to provide value and to you know use your skills and experience to teach something and if you want to do an online course uh, again just like with the community i would pick a specific focus and uh, pick something that it ha makes a difference in people's lives so it's it might be nice to talk about i don't know you know um, how to pick a fantasy football team but people are probably not going to pay for that to keep things simple i would focus on teaching people actual skills that will help you to narrow down the list so for example i have a writing course i have a productivity course i have a persuasion course um, i have a course for starting a digital business these are all skills that i teach and if you have acquired certain skills yourself and you have two three four years experience in that field it's a good time to start teaching and the thing that i would focus on the most is not only picking a course that uh, is valuable that people are willing to pay for i would really focus on the content of your course and make it stand out compared to everything that is already available so you want to teach something that is also unique and i would spend most of my time on that so i spend a lot of time for example on my latest course uh, researching what's out there already and trying to focus on a different way of building a digital business and i did the same thing with my writing course as well while a lot of people focused on article writing or copywriting uh, i focused on effective writing in general just a very general course about improving your everyday writing and that's what i found to be most useful and that's what i turned into a course so those are some things to keep in mind if you want to create an online course and we'll talk about pricing in episode six of this series so i'll, I'll talk about uh, pri pricing books and courses and apps and all those things later on because otherwise this episode will be an hour or so so we don't want that so let's move on to another id for a digital product and that is an app so today you can build an app without learning how to code there are solutions like bubble um, and other no code apps that you can use so all you have to do is just google no code uh, blogs or articles or getting started with no code and uh, just learn about that whole movement what you can do are two different things so i'm actually also working on creating an app myself so what i plan to do what i'm working on is i, I want to build the app without learning how to code and then offer it as a subscription just because most apps these days are that way right people pay monthly or yearly for apps i prefer again yearly and uh, have an app around a specific topic for example a project management app or a to-do app or any other app that you are already using and thinking to yourself hey i might 
be able to build something that is more useful or more valuable and is for a specific uh, type of user. So you can um, relatively easily create an app yourself with the no-code movement and then price it. And we'll talk about that later in episode six. But uh, this is quite straightforward. And again, I would focus on uh, differentiating yourself compared to other solutions that are on the market. But as you are doing your research, don't discourage yourself and say, oh, yeah, there are already millions of to-do list apps. Uh, look, we can always improve. Um, there are also a million blogs, uh, but it didn't stop all bloggers to create a new blog, right? So those are just some standard things <laughs> to keep in mind. Uh, don't discourage yourself, right? Because you can always create a reason why you should not do it. Instead, focus on um, doing it and, and, and all the opportunities that you have to do things, all right? So we talked about a book, a course, an app, and a community. And the final idea for a profitable digital business is consulting. Now, obviously, this isn't really uh, innovative, and technically, it's not a real digital product. However, you can productize consulting and coaching. So I basically see those two things as one, because you're working with one client, right? In that case, you have a client, and you provide value around your expertise. Now, I've done coaching as well and consulting, and I've productized it. And what I mean by that is that I use the exact same strategies as building a digital business uh, that I'll talk about in upcoming episodes, as in, all right, how can you build an edge? How can you stand out? Or how, can, how can you make your product stand out? How can you um, build an audience? How can you launch your product? Um, and all those different things, right? Uh, if you are doing consulting or if you want to start a consulting business or a coaching business, you want to have that same approach. Look at your consulting or your service as a product. So, for example, if you are doing a coaching, uh, so, for example, if you're doing coaching, offer a coaching product uh, that people can buy or a coaching package have multiple packages and say, hey, these are the packages and here's who it's for. So that way you are making a recommendation to buy a certain product for a certain type of client. And I really like that way of doing business because it's transparent, it's open, and also it you know, makes things a lot easier for you. And in my opinion, you can do the same thing with all kinds of consulting. So let's say you are doing copywriting, you can create a whole package around certain uh, you know, products or certain services that you offer within that package. So let's say you create a package, well, I'll write a sales letter, a thousand words, and I'll proofread, I don't know, three emails, whatever, here's, here's the offer. And I would productize every single offering that you have to make things simple because too many consultants and coaches, they waste a lot of time on doing calls with people 
and like yeah oh yeah what's what are your challenges what what's this and what's that and they listen to it and they they create these custom um you know offers and they spend a lot of time on writing these proposals while that might work in the corporate world i don't think that's a good way to approach business in general because you waste a lot of time and resources and ultimately you are the expert and if you have a book for example because uh, i believe that every consultant and a coach needs a book so use that use a book as a tool uh, to provide value and also separate yourself from all the people who don't have a book that makes you your skills and you know who you are a little bit more valuable in the marketplace so have that uh, improve your position and then create these offerings and say okay these are the packages that i offer and this is what you get within those packages and you can basically upgrade if you want but ultimately you as the coach or consultant are the expert and you uh, determine uh, what type of work is useful for your client so i would highly recommend you to productize it and automate this whole sign up process and yes you can also automate coaching and consulting you know a lot of people i've seen this doing the um you know frequent campaigns around coaching spots or sp open spots they have for new clients as in web designers or copywriters or um, you know any type of freelance work you know, that people do you really want to work on your positioning and instead of chasing clients and going after people and making proposals uh, make them come to you and obviously you need to put in a lot of work in the beginning to get it off the ground uh, publish a book write some articles improve your status and all those different things and provide a lot of value but ultimately this will help you to save a lot of time and it will help you to earn more as well and it will help you to turn your uh, services your skills into an actual business because if you are able to productize your consulting you you're actually turning it into a business that operates um you know around the clock because you'll still have prospects coming in on your newsletter or your or, or your email list every single week and whenever you are ready to you know uh, open up some space for a new client you can simply announce it and run a campaign around it and have people sign up for your programs and ultimately you can also combine that with some you know one-on-one -on -one, um, calls that people do with with the whole traditional stuff it's if it's around some big solutions um, but you can operate that the same way that these email uh, software programs or these software companies uh, operate their business so for example on their website it says oh if you have between zero and a thousand subscribers here's the price thousand to five thousand here's the price if you have more than a hundred thousand subscribers please reach out and we'll create a custom offer for you you can do the exact same thing you have you can have multiple packages and the final package right the high high ticket consulting is a custom offer right so that way you can focus on 
the companies or the, the people who uh, really need that custom approach. So you don't have to throw it out of the, out of the window in total. You can just include it in your range of offerings. So these are my ideas for starting a digital business. This is all stuff, as you can see, that you control. These are products that you can create and you can automate. And you probably are thinking about, oh, well, how do I get uh, customers or how do I get clients if I do consulting? Now, I'll talk about those things in, in the upcoming episodes. The next one will be about how you can get an edge in the market because that is the most important thing. It's even more important than having a website and, and an and a email list or social media, whatever. You, before you go out in the market, you need to work on your edge because if you don't have that edge, people will not come to you. And if they don't come to you, you don't have any buyers, right? So I hope you found this episode useful. And in the next one, we'll work on how you can get your edge in the market.